What up? And welcome to another episode of Free Basketball Grizzlies Edition. I am your host, as always. I am Daniel Greer, and we are presented to you by the Lead Sports Media. Yes, yes, it's me. I know. I've been gone a while, but I'm back. Uh, to break down the fourth wall real quick, I have been gone for probably three weeks. I think we missed three episodes. Um, I had dental surgery again. Uh, plus, the family was going out of town on a trip uh, soon after, and so I decided to kind of take a small leave of absence to refresh, uh, but also kind of heal my mouth so I wasn't on here slurring. Um, college basketball was going on. We were hitting free basketball. Um, I have been on uh, The Locker Room recording our NBA podcast every Thursday night at 7 o'clock Central. So if you do not get this, the Grizzlies edition, you can always hear us over there. But I did take a little bit of time off. And so, one, I do apologize for that. Uh, but it's been very good for me. Uh, very, very refreshing. Uh, after going out of town and uh, hanging out at my aunt's house by the pool, playing some golf with the uncle, uh, the wife and kids, we all had a great time. So I am back. Um, and, and if you are hearing this and you missed me, you're probably the only one. No, but uh, I, I do thank you for listening and joining us uh, each and every week. Uh, tell your friends uh, because we're going to get ramped up. We are in the final stretch of the season. The Grizzlies are going. They were hot. Now they're not. We need them to get back hot again. We have a game tonight against the Chicago Bulls. I will have this out to you before the game tonight so you have time to listen to it. But let's go ahead and get into what has been going on. We have a very good stretch of games. And we're going to go all the way back to last Sunday. The 76ers game. It was a 116-100 win in Philly. Jonas Valanciunas, he had a game of 16 points, 12 rebounds. Dylan Brooks, 17 points. Kyle Anderson, 10 points. John Morant, only 8 points. But he did find a way to dish out some assists, 10, 10 assists uh, and 5 rebounds. Grayson Allen, another solid game, 15 points. Desmond Bain, 14 points. And Melton, he had 14 points before he was injured. DeAnthony uh, De Melton was going off in this game before he uh, was hurt by uh, Joel Embiid. Uh, but it but it was sad to see that. But the Grizzlies kept going on. Um, the 76ers, there, there wasn't much from them. And, and I said um, Joel Embiid, and I <laughs> many of people might contact me and let me know it was not Joel Embiid. It was Dwight Howard. I don't know why I had that uh, mind-blowing <laughs> uh, mishap there. Uh, no reason to edit that out. It's funny. Uh, but Dwight Howard uh, injured uh, De'Anthony Melton. But um, they did not. The 76ers did not have much going that game. Um, and so... Uh, Tobias Harris did have a 21-point night. Uh, Shake Milton uh, had a 14-point night. Nobody else really did anything. Um, it was a very quiet night from uh, Ben Simmons, 7 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists. Uh, and so not to get too much into that game, but it was a very good game. It felt like the game was way out of hand early a little bit. Uh, it felt like the Grizzlies were in control of that game the entire time. Well, 
they went ahead and got after it just a little bit later, and they took on the Miami Heat. Now, that was Sunday, so they did have a day off. On a Tuesday, they took on the Heat. The Grizzlies 124, the Miami Heat 112, and it was a very good game all around. The, the Grizzlies might have played one of their better games of the season. Dylan Brooks went off 23 points in the third quarter, uh, 28 points overall. Uh, JV, another solid night, 20 points, 10 uh, rebounds. Ja Morant, 10, 10 points. Ja was starting to slow up a little bit during this time. Uh, he gets uh, going a lot later, and uh, he is kind of back in rhythm again. But he was out of rhythm uh, during those uh, these few games. But Kyle Anderson, another good night. 19 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. The guy does everything. Uh, he is uh, the epitome of a, of a vet, someone that's growing and understanding the way he plays and how to affect um, and be be affecting uh, this team and how they win. And so um, shout out to him. Desmond Bain, another good uh, game, uh, 15 points. And then Xavier Tillman, 11-point uh, game, six rebounds. I would like to see his rebounds step up, especially uh, when we have Brandon Clark out. I would like to see more rebounds out of him. But overall, uh, another solid game from uh, the Grizzlies. Um, if you look on the other side of the ball, uh, Jimmy Butler, 28-point game. Bam Adebayo, triple-double, 18 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. Uh, Bam has been playing well. Uh, I picked him to actually win uh, the the most improved player this year, uh, the MIP. Uh, he has not kind of lived up to that, but in this game, he was very good. Olandipo, 16 points. Um, Duncan Robinson, 14 points. If you're waiting for Tyler Hero... Yes, he had 19 points. He has not played well. That game, he did play pretty well. He shot the ball well at least, 4-7 uh, from 3 and 7-10 overall on the floor. Another good game. Uh, but in the end, 12-point win from the Grizzlies. Played a very good game. I am happy that they were able to kind of get back uh, to Miami and show them how good we really are. I think that was a statement game. And then to follow it up the next night, we traveled on the road again, um, and we went to Atlanta. We know this was a payback game. We know John Morant went out the the night before. The last 30 seconds, 45 seconds, uh, Jaw kind of went out holding his back. Um, we weren't sure exactly if he would play in this game, especially on a back-to-back with travel. Jaw comes back and has a 19-point game, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. JV, 19 points, 11 rebounds. He's a walking double-double. More on him later. I am not going to allow the people of this country, the people of Twitter, some so-called, I guess, uh, Twitter sites that are for the Grizzlies, um, talking down so much on, on Jonas Valanciunas. Put some respect on the guy's name. That's later. I have a rant. As you know, I love JV, and I cannot wait to go off. But Dylan Brooks, 17 points. Kyle Anderson, 16 points. Nine rebounds, six assists. He fills the stat sheet, ladies and gentlemen. That's what Kyle Anderson does. But I am burying the lead on this one. Grayson Allen, 30 points. He went three of nine from three. 10 of 18 overall. He was getting to the bucket. He was in his bag, and he was getting to the rim whenever he had the chance. And the great thing about it, it's against Trey Young. Trey Young, you say? 14 points, 11 assists, 5 rebounds. A decent game. Uh, I, I'm not a big Trey Young fan, uh, but he's never played well against the Grizzlies for a reason. Uh, we always make sure we kind of 
um, hold those games very high up, and we make sure they're rivalry games here um, in Memphis against Atlanta, as well as New Orleans. Those are kind of our two rivals. Um, but Lou Will had 13 points. Uh, Kevin Herter, 13 points. Okongwu, 13 points. Um, Bogdanovich, 24 points. But my guy, Solomon Hill, 10.6 rebounds. I love Solomon Hill. Very good guy. Good player, but a very good guy. He's one of the good ones. And so I uh, want to kind of hold him up. Uh, former Grizz, Solomon Hill. Another, you know, he, he's been starting as of late, and they've been playing better, uh, but not this night against the Grizzlies. Well, that was a four-game win streak. The Grizzlies kind of went on the road and kind and took care of business. That's what they do. They take care of business. Some people say take care of Grizzness, maybe. All right. Well, this is where it gets a little sad. Uh, the Grizzlies playing so well. We go continue our last game of the road trip before we can actually get back home. And this game goes into overtime. There was absolutely no reason why this game had to go to overtime. The Grizzlies just simply, they just stopped playing. They stopped playing hard. If you look at this stat sheet, the Grizzlies had a 12-point first quarter lead. After one, they were up 12. Never again did they outscore the Knicks in any quarter. Every quarter, the Knicks kept chipping away, whether it was a two-point quarter win, three-point quarter win, or if you look at the last, uh, the, the fourth quarter in the overtime, the Knicks, they won by the, the fourth quarter by seven points. Overtime, they won by four points. That can't happen down the stretch. With this, as good a team as this is, we need to figure out ways to score. And when we get into where it's a second, you know, it's a half court game, we have to go to what makes us very good. And that is getting the ball to JV and working through him. He's going to have the mismatch 90% of the time. JV is hard to guard and he gives you everything. Plus, he passes the ball back out. If you do not double-team JV in the post or somehow show him something, then you're going to be able to – then you're just going to get you know buckets put in your eye. Like he's going to dunk on you. That That is what he does at this course of his game. He is in his prime. He's playing the, the, the best he's played, and he's our, been our best player since the All-Star break. Give the ball to JV in the post, and they did at times, but you give it to him when you start slowing down. And if they double team him, team him, you kick it out. And we have the shooting to actually be very good. Speaking of shooting, John Morant, four or five from three point in this game. He had 26 points uh, and uh, six assists. JB at 20 points, 14 rebounds. Dylan Brooks, 23 points. Kyle Anderson, 15 points, six rebounds, five of six, because that's what he does. Uh, and Grayson Allen, 10 points. Desmond Bain, another solid night. Three or four from downtown. 16 points as well. But they lost the game 133-129. to it, it was one of the worst losses of the year simply because we had that game wrapped up and they just kind of let them keep chipping away and staying close. And then the very end of the game, we just could not get a stop. And, and it was mainly against Derrick Rose in the first half. Uh, quickly came on, but Alex Burks, 
three guys on their bench is what hurt us. Derrick Rose, 19 points. Um, Alec Burks, 19 points. Uh, Manuel Quickly, 20 points. That's what hurt us. Julius Randle had a decent game. It was not crazy. It didn't look like he was the best player on the court at times. He looked like he was just having a decent game. Nothing crazy. But in the end, he put up a triple-double. He was doing a little bit of everything because he could not score. He was 4 of 12 overall. He just could not score the ball that day. So he decided, as a good player that he is, Julius Randle decided, I'm going to rebound and I'm going to pass the ball. He did end up with 15 points, 10, 10 rebounds, and 11 assists. Julius Randle is playing very good, especially for a Knicks team who isn't bad. We just should have beat him that game. Uh, Alfred Payton, 12 points. He was slow to start, came on late. R.J. Barrett, slow to start, came on late. Um, and then he had 20 points for R.J. So um, good game overall for them, uh, for the Knicks. They fought back, and they they are really good, um, for especially for an Eastern Conference team. They fight every game. They, they remind me a lot of the Grizzlies. If you're not playing well, they can beat you. Um, and they, you know, and they play pretty hard every night. And so that, that's what, uh, Tom Thibodeau, that's what he, he's going to get out, out of his team. And so what do you know? They're very, they're pretty good, very good. Uh, and they beat us that day. Uh, but what I did not want to happen is for the Grizzlies to come home Sunday, yesterday and not play well. Uh, the very first quarter, they jumped out to a 14-point lead. The Grizzlies did not ever look like they were in it early. But as we just talked about the Knicks, they won every quarter from then on out. So did the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies won every single quarter after they got down 14 points and eventually bloomed up to 18 points before the Grizzlies started chipping away. But they won the second quarter. They won the third quarter. They won the fourth quarter. But in the end, every time they kept getting close, the Pacers found a way to hit a bucket. Most of the time, it was Malcolm Brogdon. The Grizzlies lost that game 132-125. to The Pacers have our numbers, our, our number, and, and it just it has not been good for us. Uh, I thought that we would play much better against them. So bonus always plays well. He had 18 points, 15 rebounds, nine assists, almost one one assist away from a triple double. Um, and then you look at Brogdon, 29 points, nine rebounds, 11 assists, one rebound away from a triple double. Two guys who were the best players on the court. And then you other look at the other third player, Karis LeVert, 34 points. They those three are the reason that they were in the game. And those three were the only reason they won the game. Nobody else in their team played that well. And so in the end, we're losing to three guys who are their best three players. On our side of the ball, as I talked about earlier, put some respect on his name. Jonas Valanciunas, 34 points, 22 rebounds. The guy is getting after it every game. Put us on your back, JV, and lead the way. John Morant, 23 points, 6 assists. Kyle Anderson, 15 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. A little bit less of the stat sheets. Uh, Dylan Brooks, not a, not a great game. 13 points, 1 of 2 from 3-point line. 6 of 17 overall. It just not couldn't get anything to fall. Um, and John, uh, and then uh, Grayson Allen, 5 points. Tyus Jones, 12 points, double figures. Brandon Clark, 3 of 11. That hurts. 
Desmond Bain, three of 10, that hurts. Uh, neither guy in double figures. It wasn't a great game overall, but the Grizzlies did chip away. And it looked like at times we cut it to two points, I think at some point during the fourth quarter, where I felt like we had a chance to actually get back in the game. But in the end, we simply did not. And so it was a loss. Uh, the Grizzlies are now at 26 and 25. Not, not exactly exciting, but we are still above 500. Uh, we play the Bulls tonight. It is a very good game. Um, and, and a side note, if you have DraftKings and you're located in Tennessee or anywhere that you can bet, and mainly it's in Tennessee, that I think this offer is, they're giving you, uh, they're allowing you a $25 bet to win $50. So you're going to net $25 extra dollars. Please go do it. It's hammer the over. Uh, there's no way unless this game just does not play and everybody, maybe an earthquake happens and and <laughs> somehow they allow this game to count, but nobody actually scores. That's the only way that you will not win. So go over on DraftKings before the game starts. Hammer the over. Put $25 in. You'll end up with $50 at the end of the night. So um, just on a side note, on a betting side on that. So um, make sure you do that. I will always have my wife do things like that because um, all she she's never lost a bet. Because every time I tell her to bet, she's almost guaranteed to win 99.9% uh, .9 of the time. Um but the Grizzlies, 26-25, they're still set in the, the eighth spot in the West. I know some people don't have high expectations for this, this team that just is just kind of being so great this whole year. I want to lower expectations because of them. No. This team has been very good the whole year, and they do have some veterans, and they have some players that have played very good. And I do not ever want to have – expectations low just because they're a young team. Um, I, I'm speaking on something that really is kind of hit home for me. Uh, you can find it on my Twitter. Um, but the guy just pretty much said, can only have bad losses if you have good expectations. Well, I didn't love that, and neither should you. I want to have clear expectations for this Grizz team. They're very good. And I want the entire city to continue to stay behind them. They were just on a four-game win streak. They're coming down, two-game losing streak. We're getting back right on it tonight against the Chicago Bulls team. I'm going to kind of explain to you a little bit about what's upcoming because it's kind of Jekyll Hyde. I hope we don't play Jekyll Hyde. I hope we play very good basketball because this stretch that we're about to come up on, one week's easier than the other. But there's some good stretches. But let's uh, let's go ahead and get into my soapbox rant. Jonas Valanciunas has been our best player for mostly the year, I would almost say, the entire year. But if you want to just clarify that it's just been after the All-Star break, that's fine. But people want to point out that we should trade him at the end of the year. They, people wanted to trade him at the trade deadline. Jonas Valanciunas can play in this style of basketball that is the NBA. Everybody wants you to be a stretch four or a stretch five. What is wrong with a guy getting 15 rebounds a night and putting, and putting up 15 points a game? 
He doesn't need the ball. He goes and gets the ball off the rim when our team, who isn't full of good shooters, miss. That's what he does. Offensively, JV is for sure a top five center in the league. And he proves it each and every night. So put some respect on his name. But I want to go to the other side of the ball, the defensive side. I get it. He's not the, the most quick of foot. He's not the fastest on defense. He does box out and does make sure that the team doesn't get extra possessions when he's on the court. That's his job. Can he exactly get out and guard the stretch four and the stretch five? He's, that's not his the, the best part of his game. And sometimes he does try to help out a little too much. But I would rather someone try to help out a little more and try to help make sure that our guys aren't getting beat, who aren't great out on the perimeter, besides maybe Dylan Brooks and De'Anthony Melton. Everyone else, very suspect. We have John Morant, who I love him, not a great defensive player. And that's okay. He's going to make up for it on the offensive side, and he's going to learn how to play defense. But back to JV, people want to criticize him for his defense. I'm tired of it. The guy continues to prove that he is a top five center in this league. He's proving that he is the best player on this team, if not the second best player on this team. I know the ceiling is the roof. (laughs) That's an MJ pun. I know the ceiling for him is not as high as John Morant's, and that's okay. And even Jaron Jackson Jr. But JV has made sure that he stayed healthy. Um, and he's been there. Uh, the the best ability for the NBA and sports in general is availability. And I think he's proven that he can come out each and every night and play uh, and play hard. And so I want to make sure that the city of Memphis, but also the free basketball family, put some respect on Jonas Valanciunas because he has been a very good player, if not a great player, especially for this team. In this year and as well every year that he's been here this last two years. So I I just wanted to hop on my soapbox and kind of hit that. Because some people continue to slander JV. And it's mainly they pick him apart due to his defense. His defense isn't great. But this Grizzly team is not terrible defensively. They're not. Look at the numbers. Look at the numbers in the league. Stats wise, this Grizzly team is not bad. If people want to say, put out Tillman, and this team's even better. Yeah, but look at the offense. Are we better? You have to have a player play both sides of the ball. I will take JV's offensive game and his defensive game over anybody, any other big on this Grizzlies team. And I'm going to stand on that because I believe that JV is a very good NBA player. He is a great player for this Grizzlies team. He allows Ja to get open with his screens. With his pick and roll game that they play together, it allows him to open up his game. He does not sit on the block 24-7 and clog the paint. That's not what he does. He comes up to the high post, all the way up to the three-point line and then the very top of the key, and he gets the ball lets people run off him, hand off passes, and lets people run off of his screens, and he is one of the best screeners in the game. You have to take both sides of the ball when you're comparing him and other players on this team. 
Please put respect on Jonas Valanciunas because he absolutely deserves it. Hats off to the Lithuanian swag king. He is the man, and I get behind JV day in, day out. The guy is a walking double, double. He is a plus and the plus minus almost each and every game. So shout out, JV. Shout out. All right. Enough of that. And I'm sorry, I was a little heated last night for my uh, Twitter conversation with a certain person who is um, higher up at one of the um, the Grizzlies fan blog accounts, whatever. Um, I, I just I like to show respect to people, uh, but also want to show the respect to this team because if I don't put expectations on this team um, and I don't feel like I give them their just due, I feel like I'm doing them a disservice. And so kind of got a little fired to my butt this week. Uh, but like I said, let's move on. The upcoming week. Uh, tonight, we have the Bulls. Very good game. We are actually favored to win. Um, and so I know we were favored to win these last two games as well. Um, we have just not played it you know, well. But tonight, we're back home. We are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. And I believe we are going to get back on the saddle. We can shut Zach Levine down. And I know Dylan Brooks is going to be up for it. Um, if I had to put my money on it, they are going to go back at it each and every possession. Chicago just lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Vucevic played a, a decent game. Zach Levine followed up his game. 28 shots, 30 points. Little excessive. Just a little excessive. Uh, but I do believe that they do have Thad Young, uh, Patrick you know, Williams, Vucevic. They're, they're pretty big, um, but Zach Levine is their main scorer. They have a decent bench with Daniel Tice, Colby White, Denzel Valentine, uh, Troy Brown Jr., Lori Marketing. Decent bench. I believe our bench is better. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to get Justice Winslow back tonight. He is supposed to be back by the end of the week, uh, they just said, but I, as of Tonight, I would not uh, bet that he comes back. Uh, I have not looked at the actual thing and whether or not he is ruled out, but I would believe he is ruled out tonight. Um, actually, he is ruled out tonight. So, uh, Dante Melton, uh, Justice Winslow, and Jaron Jackson Jr. are still not available tonight. Uh, but I don't think we need him. I think we are a better team than this Bulls team. If we can shut Zach Levine down, hold him to you know, 20, 25 points, he's going to get his points. But he's also just make him continue to keep shooting the ball, run him off that three-point line. In the end, I think that would be the keys to victory tonight. And so I envision a Grizzlies win uh, for sure. Last game, uh, Zach Levine, 4-12 from deep. He's shooting a lot from three. Uh, we have to know that we have to stay up on him. Um, and because Vucevic can shoot threes, that's the only thing that worries me about uh, Jonas Valanciunas tonight. But in the end, um, Jonas will probably go against Vucevic or Thaddeus Young, uh, that young, uh, local Memphis guy, very good guy. But I, I believe in the end, uh, the Grizzlies win. Um, I would say that game's probably a one seventeen to one eleven game. Uh, the Grizzlies won, uh, win by six points, uh, tonight. All right. Wednesday, the Mavericks at home. We owe them. We have not played well against the Mavericks really. And so I, 
I want these Grizzlies to show up and show out Wednesday night. The um, the Mavericks are also coming off a loss as well. And so I want to make sure that they might have a game in between us. Uh, I'm looking right now. I'm definitely stalling if you're listening to me. Uh, they just lost to the Spurs uh, yesterday, and they play on another back-to-back just as we do. They play the 76ers. That'll be a tough game, and then they have to travel to us. So we benefit on that swing because we are already home. So let's go ahead and get another win. Hopefully, uh, the Mavericks are coming off another loss. That would put them in a two-game losing streak. Let's hand it to them. Go ahead and put them on a three-game losing streak. Let's start catching up to them in the standings. They are in the standings one um, one spot ahead of us in the seventh seed, uh, but they're up from us um, three games. So let's go ahead and get after them and uh, get them to start on a losing streak. Let's get back on a winning streak because we're going to need it. Friday, the same week. We go to the Bulls. It's going to be hard to beat them two times in a week, but I know this team can do it, and I believe that they have a chance to actually have a really good game. Let's get them three wins in a row, and let's take out the Bulls away. Back-to-back uh, on the Saturday, we play the Bucks. Wow, that's going to be a tough one. If Giannis plays, it's going to be tough to beat them. If he doesn't play, it's still going to be tough to beat them. Uh, I'm going to say that's a loss, but I'm going to go ahead and give them, for this week, 3-1. and one. I believe that we can beat either the, the, the Bulls twice and the Mavericks. Um, I think we owe them, and I think we're going to play well against them, uh, if not the Bucks, I, I think we can catch one of those teams one way or another. I think we can uh, win, so let's go 3-1 and one this week. Uh, but uh, but let's hop into the next week real quick, and we'll get out of here. Uh, thank you for listening. If you have so far, uh, rate, review, subscribe, uh, tell your friends, let us let them know uh, that we do a Grizzlies podcast. It comes out each and every Monday. Um, hopefully, before noon is is usually my goal. Depending on how my actual real life goes, I, I have two small kids uh, and a beautiful wife, so trying to make sure I take care of all of them um, if possible. Um, but the week after. We have a lineup of the Nuggets, Clippers, Blazers, Blazers, Nuggets, Blazers. If you're listening and you heard the Blazers a lot and you heard the Nuggets a lot, I did not mess up. The week after this week, the Nuggets, Clippers, Blazers, Blazers, Nuggets, Blazers. That is a tough six-game stretch. This week is very important. Muy importante. Very, very important that we have a good week this week. If we get behind the eight ball, we could allow San Antonio, Golden State, New Orleans to start creeping up and make this a race that it should not be. But we have 20-plus uh, games left, um, and and I every game is very important, if not the most important. Uh, so losing those last two were tough. But I, I believe that the Grizzlies were going to respond this week and tonight. You're going to see it. The Grizzlies come out with a W, and we're all going to be cheering for sure. So let's go ahead and have a good week. Uh, in the upcoming weeks, uh, we'll get back after it. Uh, today was a solo show. Um, I don't love doing the solo shows because I think we have a lot more fun when we don't. But every now and then, uh, getting guests is pretty hard. Um, and so I try to be careful about, you know, how much I, I push people and getting certain people. 
but I'm getting back after it. We will have some people lined up. Um, and so we will make sure we have some guests on the list. If there's anyone that you want to have on the list, or if you are a listener and you want to be on the show, uh, if you have something good, then by all means, we want to have, um, we want to have the Memphis flavor, but we also want to get out and learn the perspective of others. Um, I know that we're going to have, uh, Lauren Gunn coming up. Um, I know that she is part of the, the Mavs. Um, and so we want to make sure that we have her on the show as well. And so I know that we want to try to possibly have her before this week. Uh, but I think it's going to make more sense, uh, having her possibly on Sunday, the 18th is my plan. Uh, and if we can have her on, that'd be great. If not, no big deal. Uh, we'll get her another time, but Lauren Gunn is very good. And so we want to make sure that we have, um, her on here and maybe we do a special episode this week. Who knows? But look out for it um, and just kind of make sure you follow us at Free Basketball 3 on Twitter. You can follow me at Daniel Greer. You can also follow the lead at The Lead SM. We all do very good things. We have a lot of fun. We record on the locker room every Thursday, 7 o'clock Central, with the Free Basketball ESPN show, which Ryan, Cody, and myself. We have a lot of, uh, a lot of fun on that show, and I usually talk a lot of Grizzlies, um, but I also try to make sure I have some hot takes and uh, some very good um, ideas on the way we're going. So without that being said, I, I want to thank you again for hanging out with us. Uh, it's been a quick show, good show, and I'm going to have a good week, and I want you to have a good week too. Be nice and tell your friends. <laughs>